Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome back again. Are we episode 37 now? Episode 37. 37! Yeah, amazing. We're almost going to hit 40. We'll hit 40 this month for sure, um, which is cool. That's exciting. Yeah. It's so hard to believe. I I, th- I feel like we've talked about this all the time, but it's hard to believe that we've been... We've done I know mean, it's not a lot, but it is. I think it's pretty good, you know, considering I know some people who started podcasts and then stopped. I mean, I was one of them. I used to have another podcast and it stopped. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like committed. Like it's like every two weeks we're like, yes, yes. Yeah. And it it is super helpful because Amy is just so organized and her husband, Scott, shout out is like amazing. Yeah. Amazing. He's organized. I am not organized, but um, I think you're, I think you're, I'm, well, I'm, you I'm keep okay. my head straight because <laughs> it's, it's, it's helpful. That might yeah. be a story I tell myself. I'm trying to catch myself with that too. You know, the stories we tell ourselves can be so powerful. It kind of in the moment is reminding me of um, a conversation I had with a client and I'll keep her super anonymous, but um, I had like recently done a higher self reading for her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like bringing forth, um, you know, like her soul's gifts and the things that she might find challenging. Um, and there's a part in that that reading part- in particular where I talk about their energy blocks. And then okay. I go on to say, like, for me, this is kind of like karma, right? Like this is what is stagnating you, what you need to release in this lifetime to move forward. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. comes through as energy blocks. So the thing that one of the things that came through was this feeling of um indecision Mm. but as I moved through it and I was doing the reading I said it's really interesting though because I don't feel as if your higher self is telling me as if at a like your own soul's development as if you are indecisive I said it feels as if this is like ancestral karma that you're picking Mm. up so it feels as if there's something family-based that feels indecisive and because you have like mastered that in previous lifetimes you've chosen this family yeah to heal that within them and she reached out and she said that's like wow so amazing because my whole life I've been told I'm not going to get the last name but just say it's me right I've been told like the Brooks family thing like we're a family full of indecision this is like the trademark of the Brooks family say right yeah. not yeah. me we're talking about somebody else but yeah. I'm just yeah yes yeah and so she's like she goes what bs and I was like yeah that's the story somebody's been told over and over and over again and I said what happens with that story then you your thoughts become your beliefs, to just really then manifest in your actions so you've yeah. gone your whole life thinking that you're indecisive it, it's you're, you're not indecisive you've been told you're indecisive yeah yeah it's true it's so true yeah it's like that old uh it's not maybe the exact same but it's like you know if you think your family's cursed and everything bad has happened right. and it just sort of feels Things like are cursed well. are cursed yeah yeah I know that might be a little controversial with some people I feel like um not everybody would believe that but Aaron and I are on the same page I think that thoughts hold power and I think that we are I got that question the other day from somebody too like how can if am I picking up on somebody's bad energy and how do I protect myself from that? Mm. Which kind of 
I guess goes a little bit into what we're going to talk about today. That's true. Good segue. It's it's really a mindset thing. Like when I feel that I am being kind of overcome by somebody else's energy, maybe I'm around a really cranky person. It starts to rub off and I'm like, I'm like, I'm cranky about everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Which which happens for sure um, for all of us. But sometimes I just, when I get into that mindset, I'm like, this is not me though. Like, this is not me. So maybe I need to go do something that grounds me. Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to have a bath. I do something. And then I consciously remind myself, um, this is not me. I have power over my own energy. I don't need to blend like this. Yeah. And I said, that's all it is for me. It's It's just taking your power back. Yeah. Sometimes I think people can think their karma is a curse though. Yeah. Which also has come up in a reading where somebody that I read for multiple times said, Hey, like my sister had a reading with somebody like very spontaneous. I think, I don't know how it came about if they just like walked upon a metaphysical shop and went in and had a reading, but it it felt it was, it wasn't like a planned kind of reading. Um, and they said they brought up all this karma and there's karma in the family and, uh, like these curses around. And then I said, okay, but like, what was the karma? What was the curse? And she said, I don't know. They didn't tell her. And I'm like, what? Why would you if tell I somebody? left that reading, I'd be like, what is my curse? What are you talking about? What is Pardon? Why would you tell somebody they have karma and they're cursed and then not okay, tell but them? But I what? do, listen, I do know a lot. I don't Ooh. know them personally, but I've had readings with people in which they have told me all of this stuff is karma and um, it's because you did this in a past life. And this is, and I don't, to- I don't totally believe that. I just feel like there's, um, you know, it's not like my past is like, I, you've got to, <laughs> you did this. And so you deserve this. It just doesn't I don't feel I think like the universe is always universe on our side. Like but I yeah. do think that like, when it comes to karma, I think it's like, we do have free will here and this is a world of cause and effect. So I think we're always lovingly supported. And I think that even if we've done something wrong, we go back and it's not like we're, there's not damnation. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I don't feel like um, at a soul. It's more like, why it's did you about learning? Right. You haven't, you didn't learn it. Um, yeah. So for me, it's, um, yeah. yeah, it's more about becoming aware of like, what are Karma those is about learning and like that balance, I think bringing yes. in that balance it's not rewriting that like, story yeah tell yourself, yes. hey yeah like everybody in my family says they're indecisive but I'm actually really not indecisive like why am I, I telling you that story decisions. Yeah, yeah exactly but you know what it's true it's like if I hear my family saying something and I'm like oh yeah no that makes sense like because um, my parents are like this so I'm like this and then because their parents are like that then they're like this and it's just like you just you know you repeat this the same cycle want to be like that but if you don't want to be like that then you don't yeah. have to be like that. you don't have to be like that that's it yes. that's yeah reclaiming your power that's- that is and I like for me that awareness is what makes one what I call a cycle breaker right it's like yeah. okay all of a sudden somebody comes in and they're like what is mm-hmm. going on Maybe they go through an awakening where they're like, whoa, like I've been telling mm-hmm. me that myself that story forever because my parents yep. loves that story and their parents and blah, blah, blah. I'm not doing it anymore. I think it's that awareness of there's something different here that I'm here to do. It's it's true. It's yeah. all about bringing that, that self-awareness back. Like that's and I why think I think like karma. Yeah. Karma. Yeah. 
right? Which I, all I, all I, and I also tell people, and this might be controversial too, I don't know, but like in my readings, specifically the higher self one, when I kind of explain what it is I'm connecting to, when I'm talking about energy blocks and karma and all that stuff. And I, and I said, you know, I truly believe that everybody here on earth living has karma because why else would you be here if you didn't have anything to release and learn? Like, I think there's an aspect of some cycle. Yeah. There's whether, something that you're coming something, here to do. Whether it's like your own soul, whether it's ancestral that you've come in, mm-hmm. whether it's a certain time in history collectively, maybe it's all three. Yeah. But there's a reason you're here. Like if you had nothing to work on, you would be over in the, with the ascended masters, right? You'd be like, Oh, hey, It'd be over there partying. We'd be manifesting everything. I'd be eating chocolate cake every day. (laughs) Right? So karma, we need to like, I don't know if destigmatize is a word, but like if it it is and I'm making it up, we need to destigmatize karma. There's, I just also feel that way, Amy. I don't know if you feel this way. Maybe others will agree and maybe you won't, but I just feel like there's a lot in the spiritual community we need to like destigmatize because there's a lot of like opinions out there. There's a lot of, yeah. There's so much to like sift through. I'm sure you've gotten this question a lot. It's like, how do I know what's for me, you know, and we've talked about this before of like, you just trust your intuition, trust your gut, you know, what feels right for you. Right. And that, but, that, that I also want to normalize that that can seem foreign to mm-hmm. you. If you have never been in the habit of doing that because your society or whatever has, or said, you've no, just been you like, trust I've gotta, you're, yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? You have to find your, your answer. I mean, like, society yeah just telling us like we can't trust ourselves and we have to listen to yeah the the man so to speak yeah yeah that's what the rising is really about for me like any when I say about like rising or awakening it's awakening like I think it's all about just reclaiming your own innate power which Mm -hmm. the powers to be will not like no that's all no. the heretics from the past, right? Like that's yep. all the witch stuff. It's like, oh, we're trying to make everybody cookie cutter and like get them in line and do this. And here comes this woman that's like knows how to heal things and knows things and we can't have that. So she's mm-hmm. wrong and she's evil. Or like, yeah, here comes this woman who speaks her mind. You're evil. <laughs> You're a witch. Here, here comes this this woman who's self-aware. Here comes this woman who wants to have a conversation with somebody. <laughs> like it's literally it was like anything. You have yeah. a disagreement with your neighbor, you're a witch. Persecution. <laughs> that really gets me triggered though sometimes too, because it's funny because when we were talking about the stories that we tell ourselves or something that's in the family, there is this thing within the family um, on my side um, specifically, like I feel like more on my dad's side about just being like kind of argument- argumentative, a little bit hot tempered, mm. run your mouth kind of thing, right? And sometimes yeah. I will hear people say it or I will, I've heard people say it to me too, like, woo, you know, like you're, you, you are kind of being argumentative or you're running your mouth. And I'm like, why? Cause I have an opinion. Yeah. I have an opinion. And all of a sudden I'm argumentative. I say, yeah. no, I don't want to do that. And or argumentative. Pardon? Yeah. <laughs> or I get sad about things and I'm emotional and that's I bad. You're thick and you're thick. You I'm thick. too sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these are examples of all of these stories that we've been told. This yeah. is an example of karma, though, I think, too, sometimes. Because I think the karma is trying to, like, 
being aware all of a sudden that wait a second like am I too sensitive and like what does that really mean and what is too sensitive like whose barometer is that like what am I like what standard of my life so I always ask myself when it comes to these kind of things like when I have like an old story that comes back into my head which I Mm -hmm. think is really what our imposter syndrome is or that Mm -hmm. inner critic that's like no nobody wants to hear like when I wanted to start this podcast for so long and all these things nobody's gonna want to listen to you who are Mm -hmm. you like what makes you think you're an expert and so when those things come in I sit with it and I go do I have evidence that that is that is true Mm -hmm. actually sit with that question and more often than not, I have zero evidence. Yeah. And I think that just getting in the practice of doing that can help you release things too. Cause all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, like what this imagine it like this imaginary voice in my head is telling me that I can't do something and I'm not doing something that I actually really want to do mm. likely is going to accelerate my evolution. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it because of some imaginary friend in my voice that in my head that like, doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. right I think that we need to get in the habit of doing that yeah I agree yeah kind of goes into what we we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. which was Claire oh man Cla- <laughs> sentence oh my Claire gosh there's so many Claire's poor Amy I was like racking my brain around some of these Claire's because I'm not it's good that we're doing the podcast because honestly I'm I have not been well versed in some in some of these clairs so it's also a learning thing for me but we don't yeah and I think it's all sort of interrupt we experience them but they're also so blended that I think it's sometimes like extracting them and trying to separate them is yeah giving us some food for thought too yeah because I don't necessarily I don't I feel like <laughs> Like we as humans, we like to label things so that we can understand it. Um, Whereas like, and sometimes that does help me in a different way, right? Like sometimes if I like put something here and I'm like, okay, what can I call this? Like I need to give it a name or something to help me kind of compartmentalize it. Um, (laughs) So sometimes like that does help, but other times I'm like, I don't need to put a label on that because that is just like, it's all kind of one. And so I feel like the Claire's are kind of like that for me. Like, I just feel like it's kind of all apart. Like when some people, somebody's like, what Claire's do you feel like you have? I'm like, uh, all of them. I always say the same thing too. Clairvoyance. (laughs) It's all of them. All of them. And I think that's a, that's kind of neat, right? Because it's, it's, we have surrendered personally the need to say, okay, this is this, this, and this, and this, it's just kind of like, it's all, and it blends and we work with it all and we don't question it and it is what it is. So it's an interesting exercise for us to then have to extract it and put it in a box. But the only reason we're doing that is to create some sort of, um, like getting back to basics and and yeah, yes yes that's very clear about what yeah. each one is what each one is you but also being honest that it's difficult to do so <laughs> for us because yeah we don't work that way we don't work that way yeah. yeah even in my readings I don't feel like I work that way I mean I'm sure you feel the same way it's like oh I know we were doing this but all of a sudden Uncle Bob is here and I gotta bring him through so <laughs> And sometimes like two Claire's will come in together. Yes. Oh, I feel like all the time. All of them, all at once. 
Yeah. All of them. And yeah. So <laughs> some mediums will say like they own or some psychic people or whatever you want to call them um, have only maybe say, like, well, I just experienced this and this. Did another orb. Oh my God. Get the, <laughs> get out of town. You know like, what? Um, yes. Where are mine? Guys. Bring the orbs I? on over. Cup liver? Is it just because I have this, uh, I have the curtains opening. Like maybe we can't see it. I can't do it. I can't reach it. <laughs> we need some orbs on Aaron's side too. I just recorded a video yesterday down here, um, like a six minute long. No, it was on Saturday. And I literally saw it went like towards the end when I did a card reading. Because I saw it. My guides came through to me and I was like, okay, I'm going to read this guide, this, this card for everybody. So I read it and a thing went right through the screen and I vision, like I saw it as you saw it. Girl. Is that crazy? Okay. Wait, I need to, I know we're going to talk about the Claire's, but I've got to give a ghost update on, um, oh, yeah, do that. And then we're going to get more specifically into Claire sentience. Yeah. On oh, what, ha, ha, Hank, ha, something. I forget what his name was, but Herbert and I said Herbert Harold. Okay, so we definitely have an H for sure. I feel like if we're both getting H names, I want to tell you too. I told I told somebody else the story, another medium, and they said, "Yeah, definitely an H." Like as I was telling them, they were getting information too, and they're like, "Absolutely an H." I just want to tell you that. Ah, okay, okay. So my update is that I recent. This is this is. Okay, backstory. This is the backstory which what led me to do what I did. So I've been uh, binge watching a lot of ghost shows because I recently got Discovery Plus because ghost shows, paranormal shows, even though like some of that stuff I'm like, eh, but it's my guilty, not so guilty pleasure. I like it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Give me a Bigfoot show any day. Um, <laughs> and so I was watching it and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something here. So and it, it, this is in the day, okay? Alex is in this room working, this room being the one next to our bedroom, yeah. And um, in the office space, and uh, I said, okay, I'm gonna try to connect with you. I feel like you're here. Um, and I said, if you're here, can you give me a knock? In the can you give me a knock? I didn't say in the kitchen, okay? But I said, can you just give me a knock? It didn't happen right away, but I'm not kidding you. 20, maybe 20 seconds, 25 seconds. I, I don't know precisely. Um, I heard a knock. Like in the kitchen though. And I was like, what is with the kitchen? Did you die in the kitchen? What's with the kitchen? <laughs> it's like, so then I was like, I'm, I tried it again. I didn't get anything, which is fine. Um, and um, I know it's not Alex because I can tell when there's like something in the kitchen. It's not that far from, I was in the living room and that's like, it's like, you know, a couple feet. It's not that far from me um, in terms of where, how our space is set up. And so then what I did is I pulled out my tarot cards and um, because I've seen some, some mediums connect to spirits in that way um, as a tool. So I was like, why are you here? I got the justice card. So that's all about balance, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, then I asked if you're a male, can you give me um, a knight of whatever or a son of whatever, like son of cups, knight of or king, whatever my card deck is. Yeah. And a knight of cups got like flew out of the deck. 
And I always like say to people, even when I give readings, there's like 52 cards in that deck. The fact that we're getting this one that I've asked for yeah. and that one came out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay. And I forget what I asked. I think I texted you like basically yeah. immediately after. Cause I was like, I can't keep this in. I have to, I have to tell Amy this. Um, and then I think I, I asked it like a yes or no question. And so in my tarot deck, how I've programmed it, there are aces are yeses, twos are nos. Okay. I forget what question I asked him, but I ended up pulling um, an ace of cups. The cups again. Another cups. Mm, which is interesting. Emotions. Yeah. Heart space. Like something about like we're emotionally connected or there's like I feel like this person is very caring individual um very loving yeah like again protective right because that's what we guardian yeah yeah Yeah. and so that was really really cool like again 52 cards and I'm pulling out the one that I want which is also if folks are ever interested in connecting to your loved ones or connecting to spirit you can also kind of do it that way um And uh, I, so it was so cool, Amy. It was so cool. And then I kept asking, like, um, oh, is I kept asking something about, like, who they were, mm-hmm. um, I think. And then I kept pulling the Three of Wands. And in that deck, the Three of Wands is, like, somebody looking with binoculars out to, like, a beach. So there's, like, the wands behind them, and they're looking out with binoculars. Like, that card just kept coming out. And I was like... Okay. And so I think I said to you, I was like, or you said to me, um, he wants you to look, you have to go searching, you have to go find the answer. He wants you to dig. And then you were like, dig why? (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. He wants you to dig. Dig out of the house. Um, No, like not literally. I want you to investigate. I want you to investigate. Like, look me up. You're going to be surprised. So I know I have to do this and I can't wait for that uh, update, but I just needed to share that, that that was like, that's very cool. It was really cool. Like the knock in the kitchen. (sighs) I've never tried to connect to spirit. Like when I use cards, I feel like I'm connecting maybe to my guides or to my higher self, but like, I've never set the intention to connect to a loved one. So I think that's really cool. Maybe I will. Yeah. Try it out. I, I like, honestly, I don't think I've ever really done, done that. Um, I've only done that maybe just that one, like one time. Cause I remember seeing it yeah. and the idea popped into my head, but I'm sure it's, what's his name being like, go get your cards. Like, this is a little bit easier for us to have a conversation through that way. Like I can't always give you knocks because yeah. I think it takes a lot of energy for them to do stuff like that, physical things. So I don't know. Did I, t- I'm just like looking at a card and it, what you're telling me reminds me of something. So remember how I said I was recording a video on Saturday and like, the- yeah, the orb came through so the reason I recorded this like little six minute share yes was because I was writing a blog article like I was in the process of writing a blog article about clear um yeah clear audience okay which is like clear hearing hearing also listening to the pot last episode the episode 36 of soul rising because it was the day that the episode launched like went live so I was listening to us talk about Claire audience writing a blog about Claire audience and then I Claire audiently heard (laughs) yeah right I remember seeing that it's so funny I Claire audiently heard hey pull a card so I like I'm like 
Okay. So I go to my deck <laughs> and I'm like drawn to a deck that I have or go to my shelf. I'm drawn to a deck that I haven't pulled from in a while. Yeah. I got the card sitting here in front of me. I'm getting chills. Look just at the card. It. It's the storyteller. Okay. As I'm like listening to my voice talk, as I'm writing. You're my- literally writing your words. Right. I get the storyteller and it's all about the card is giving all this guidance about like being your true authentic self and not hiding and being of service to others and sharing your voice and like never, never holding that back. And yeah. how that is like how you can be of service by sharing your story. And I'm like, and I felt like that was my guide saying, Hey, like, I just, I don't know what I was thinking about. Like, I, I feel yeah. like I was, must've been thinking about something and then they were like, hey, I just like, this is how I want to communicate to you today. Yeah. It's going to blow your mind when you connect the synchronicities. And then this card speaks to the and thing. This card that speaks doing, to the right? thing so that you're like, talking oh. about. So I shared that in like a quick, like six minute video on my own YouTube page. I'm like, how neat yeah. is that? So that's an example how our guides can speak to us. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because even like, even though I'm connecting with like the spirit in my house, Spirits, source, our guides, it's all, we're all connected, right? Um, so when you think about it like that, like, you know, I feel like, of course, yeah, it should, it could yeah. work like that. Yeah. Whoever you wanted sure. to connect with. Yeah. So clear sentience. Mm-hmm. As we said, we like blend them all. Yeah. I've gone on record saying multi- many, many times that I use all the clairs. Aaron, you use all the clairs you said. But for me, I feel like I do have two that are the most prominent. Yeah, or, or prominent um, from the spirit world. So if I was to like break down a list of a reading, if I had a reading and then I listened and I broke down and I was like, okay, that was clairsentience. This was clairvoyance. Um, like if I broke it all down, I think that clairvoyance and clairsentience would be my most utilized from spirit. So that's mm. seeing. Yeah. And the next one is the one we're talking about today, which is clairsentience. That's clear feeling or clear mm-hmm. sensing. So for me personally, I feel like that's on purpose. And I feel like it's because I'm an empath. I'm a touchy feely person. I'm in touch with my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it makes sense. Yeah. You find that too. Like, is that one of the ones that you use a lot I would say so definitely clairvoyance like without a doubt um yeah like because even I can even feel like the sadness sometimes when somebody's maybe going through heartbreak or I can feel the heavy energies um like to the point where sometimes it makes me want to actually like cry cry yeah me too um yeah yeah well yeah yeah I was just like um thinking about that and I think we've talked about this before that sometimes like my little nudge from spirit that I'm connected is if I'm really feeling it on an emotional level, like, you know, even if I'm watching, like sometimes I feel like I cry a lot when I watch medium shows, you know, um, or anything about life after death. Um, even like, I'll be watching it with Alex or something who, oh, you know, like, He's had his moments too, right? Like, you know, we're human beings and, but like, will look over at me and I was like, oh, why are you crying about that? Is that making you sad? And sometimes I just feel like it's, it's not just that like, yes, I'm an, you know, I can be emotional, but I think it's like, which is not a bad thing, um, but that I feel like I'm just picking up on the energy. 
it's a it's an extra layer of like, it's an extra layer it's like a little confirmation of like yeah we're connected mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. that reminds me because you're showing it you're talking about like mediumship shows so we've talked multiple times about watching tyler henry's mm -hmm. program on netflix did you cry during that, like when it would show readings? Because I did, and I almost readings. felt like I'm connected to who he's connected to. Have you yes, because sometimes when I watch these shows, I will get an initial, and it's that initial that he's bringing. Yes, in. he'll bring. I'll I'll be like, okay, this woman has lost a baby, or I think one yes. of the somebody who lost a baby in like childbirth yes. or before she gave birth, something yeah. like that. They delivered yeah. the baby, but she passed. And I was as as he was connecting to that woman, I'm like. She's yeah. lost a baby. There's a living son, right? Yeah. It's an initial feeling that comes in. And then as the reading goes, you find out like, yes, yeah, she lost a baby. She lost a baby. She died, but they saved the yeah. baby. It was a boy, yes. right? And it's like, wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it can be the simplest thing. Yeah. Right? But I'm like in tears. <laughs> tears. Even when I they talk about, we were watching, um, uh, what is it? Beyond... Um, Life after death. Is that with the Tyler Henry one? Yes. What was the other one where the they investigate? Yeah. Right. Where they investigated different, um, like they talked about mediumship, but they also talked about like near death experiences. Yeah. yeah. I think of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even when they're talking about like the afterlife or like, even when somebody I'm reading something, this actually came up pretty recently. Another uh, something that, that I was reading was that, um, you know, uh, that you're this or I don't know what it was about, but because you feel like you there's um, you're you're far away from home, home being spirit source or we're all connected. And that always makes me think back to the time. I think I've shared this story before when I was really little and I was so angry and upset. And my poor mother was like, why are you so upset? And I was like, I just want to go home. I want to go home. And she was like, this is your home. I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. And I just kept saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. And I knew that it didn't make sense. But for me, when I was a child, I remember thinking home is somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And so even if I see those words and it's interesting that like it comes up sometimes like people feeling like when they have these near-death experiences i don't know if that's how yours felt because i know you had a near-death experience mm -hmm. that you were like home that it felt like you were home that's so funny we're talking about this because i literally had a conversation with somebody the other day about that because they're like you had a near-death experience right and i was like yeah and they're like can you tell me about it it's like sure like from what i can remember did i i think i should have this on the but if somebody's like new and they haven't heard it, um, I had a near-death experience when I was, yeah. uh, so I remember things pretty vividly. Like I remember laying, I remember what the living room looked like. I remember the color of the couch. Um, I was laying on the couch and I think my mom was like going back and forth between the living room and the kitchen. She was cooking something or something. And I was watching Annie, like the original one from like 1983 whatever year yeah yeah five. I think this was yeah. 1985 86 so it's gotta be before that yeah. but I'm like watching Annie um kind of jumping on the couch laying on the couch whatever I was doing um and I was eating celery with cheese was on it I can remember it so yeah. clearly yeah. it was a snack classic I was laying down <laughs> on the couch yeah. my head was like propped up on like the armrest eating it watching Annie and I started to choke 
celery is pretty yeah you know, yeah that's a valuable really it's pretty yeah hard yeah. um and I just remember kind of I don't remember how I alerted my mom whether I was just there and she walked in and saw it or if I stumbled out to the kitchen you I said don't something that. you yeah but but you know she figured it out she I yeah. next thing I remember I was on the front step of our house and she was doing the Heimlich now we lived um, across the street from like a big high-rise apartment so she was out there doing that on the front step and she, I think she was I feel like she was going help help yeah. and somebody was looking out their window of the high-rise and saw this and so like would have like put their shoes on took the elevator and come down but by the time that woman got over to me my mom had dislodged so I don't know how mm. many minutes had gone by like we're like a few at least yeah right? It doesn't mm -hmm. take very long to choke and to pass away. From. No. Um, mm -hmm. So I, so when this was happening, as soon as I got outside, it was like, I got a bird's eye view of me being outside. So it, mm -hmm. so what I can see in my mind's eye as this memory and experience is like looking down at me, yeah, seeing my face, seeing my mom behind me, seeing what she had on, seeing her facial expressions and the panic, which I wouldn't have been able to see because my back was towards her. My lips were completely blue and purple. Yeah. And she was like, you know, panicking yeah. doing this. And um, I just remember experiencing that in a very bird's eye way, but also knowing like that's me, but this is also me. Like, it yeah, was, that's, yeah, like that's I was my body, I, but I'm here or like, that's I'm here. Me, like here my awareness, me is here, but yeah, yeah. that's me down there. And that's I remember feeling too, like yeah. weightless and like I was floating. There was yeah. no gravity. Um, I felt warm. It almost yeah. felt like comforting, like a warm bath. Mm -hmm. It was warm. And I remember being in the presence. It's not like I saw a bunch of people like I would see you or see a crowd of people with my physical naked eye. But I remember there being a kind of like a circle, a circle. of people around me yeah. and they were all older. And when I think about this, I see them in black and white, which is the way that I see when I connect to somebody's loved one in spirit, if somebody has was like from a long like a long oh. time ago if a photo if somebody comes in right if somebody say like great great grandmother yeah. very yeah. often I see them in black and white black in my and head white. and I think that's, that's cool. the way that spirit gives me yes this is the time yes. period yeah or that also there's also an extra message of there's a picture a black and white photo that exists that exists of me that. and I look yeah. like this so I saw them kind of mm. in black and white which is interesting Another interesting piece is after this happened, you know, so I experienced that. I felt very much the sensation, like not yet, not yet. Yeah. Um, and then I remember being in my body again and like coughing. I can still like taste the metallic blood taste yeah. from coughing um, in my throat. throat. Like I can still taste that now um, but not through a clear, not like physically. It's not like my, there's blood in my mouth but I can taste it um, through my Claire fences. Um, interestingly enough, like then a few years later, or I don't know how long, still during childhood, I was like going through my grandmother's photo album. 
Mm. So they, my grandparents have like six massive photo albums going back to like the 1800s. And my grandfather had wow. um, labeled each one. Like, this is who wow. this is. This is the year. Like it's, it's insane. It's good it's for him. Amazing. I'm so glad that he did that because yeah. um, he passed wow. away of Alzheimer's. Right. So it's like, he did all that before. And I'm so glad he did because all oh my that- gosh, all that information and all of that, like, yeah, Would have been it's lovely. so nice to have. Yeah. Yeah. That's the family treasure. Like that's, I would love to have those photos one day. Anyhow, I remember looking through there and identifying like, oh, that's blah, 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 blah. And then my grandparents going, how did you know that? It's because they were there. Because they were there. Yeah. Every time you tell this story, I get goosebumps. I get chills. Like it's. You know who was there? Who now I know more more I'm more connected to and I intentionally like know she's around it's Mrs. Mary Frost who is my great 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 great. who was a medium she was there she was there yeah 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 see that's the one thing that I would love to have is that family history it's I keep getting nudges about stuff like that so I think I definitely have to dig I gotta dig on this house and I gotta dig on uh that's my passion too, right? Like I've yeah. always been, mm. always been so interested in that. And that's why like I did my family tree and did my yeah. family. Yeah. It's well, good to have. There's nothing that makes me more like, I, it's just, there's something about it makes me so excited, but it feels mm-hmm. so fulfilling. I actually recently said to my daughter, cause she's kind of similar and she's kind of mm. thinking about career options. She's um, going into grade 11. And I said, yeah we were kind of talking about our shared love of like genealogy. And I said, she said, if you could go back in time and like study something at school, what would you do? Wow. That's a good question. Genealogy or something like that. Yeah. Um, and she's like, Ooh, that might be something I'd be interested in. I'm like, look into it because I, I think that, or even like, um, you know, like DNA or like anything forensic that has ancestry, to- like your forensic. Yeah. Oh, up my alley. I yeah. Love- Archeo- I used to love, I used to want to be an archaeologist when I was little. Yeah. Like yeah, digging up past history artifacts and. Yeah. That stuff really just fuels me in some way. And it's interesting too, because I recently was talking to somebody and we were like looking at our birth charts and I was looking where something was, um, I can't remember now, like it was a, a house and a planet in my birth chart. And there was this write up online about it. And it talked about how um, I'm likely extremely interested in genetics, family history, research, anything about history. And I'm like, like it totally, it totally made sense why I'd be in that or into that. But um, yeah, clairsentience, I guess we got to get back. On- <laughs> we got to get back into it. I just also have to say, I've seen three orbs. Hello, Dad. Since- last, last episode, we said, let us know if you see them. And is there a correlation between when I talk about my dad or family history or ancestry and orbs? And yeah, it's like they're coming through to say yes. I was just going to say, I definitely think Mary Frost is there. Oh, Mary Frost. Yeah, I feel her. Which also, what a badass name. That sounds like a very badass medium name. Right? Yeah, I just think too. I, I, I love it. Share. I think it's okay to nickname this person. There's this lady that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Asha Frost. So she, do you follow Asha? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she, <laughs> um, Sorry, Asha. Indigenous Canadian. Yes. Um, she lives in Ontario and okay. she is a Hay House author. 
now. Shout out. Yeah. Wow. First book came out earlier this year and I bought it and it was the book that I think I, I posted about probably on my own personal page, but she had, it's called You Are the Medicine. Did we talk about this last week? Why do I feel like we talked about this? Maybe we talked about it did off we? air. She wrote a book called You Are the Medicine and it's about- Oh, you, we did. We Sorry, did, we did talk about it. Yeah. Did we talk yes. about Asha? We talked about the book. Did we talk okay. about Asha? Asha, I'm sorry. We must have. Maybe we did. And I don't want to be repetitive, but it just reminded me because we talked about Mary Frost and we talked about her cool name. So Asha Frost is her name. And I messaged her on Instagram or I tagged her in something. And then she thanked me for tagging her. I talked to her for a few minutes. Uh, also, she has a new Oracle deck coming out um, with like grandmother indigenous kind of cool. uh, yeah. wisdom yeah. Wow. Coming next year. So we we're talking about that. And then um, I said, you know, what's really cool is in your book, when you're sharing a bit about your family history and re- reclaiming the indigenous roots and all that, um, you talked about a certain area of Ontario. And I said, that's the area of Ontario where I have family on my grandmother's side. Um, like oh. area. And I said, and her name was Mary Frost. And she said, oh, because oh, Frost is from her father's side and Frost is from the same place. And she said, I bet we have a shared ancestor. Interestingly enough, too, is through my ancestor DNA. Like I always knew that I have uh, Mi'kmaq, um, which is eastern canadian and also uh part of like maine and things like that that's where yes. that indigenous tribe is um but in my ancestor dna i also realized that i have a metis connection through the frost family wow through northern ontario so she's like maybe we have a shared ancestor and i was like i'm getting goosebumps as i said can you imagine if mary frost and this this is why everybody's got to do your ancestry. Oh, You've got so to. Cool. Yeah. I, it's so cool. you got to do yeah. it, Aaron. I got to do it. I got to do it. Especially just because my, my grandfather's side. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is a cool. Wow. We're so off topic, you guys. We all are. We're so are. off topic. That's okay. But this, <laughs> every time <laughs> Amy and I are like, we didn't really plan. Like we should probably plan something. I just saw right? something or, go through your screen. Okay, because I also saw it, but I didn't know if it was light. And we're talking about family. It looked like a lightning bolt or like a flash. Like, right? Yeah, just across the curtain. Yep. It wasn't an orb. It was like a... Got one. one. Because you're talking about your grandfather. (gasps) I got to my grandpa. It's grandpa. It's grandpa. Okay, sorry. Um, He's telling me I got to go dig too. But um, what was I going to talk about? There's so many, my grandfather was an orphan. So we don't know a lot about his side of the family. His um, last name is uh, pretty interesting. I don't know if I should share it or not, but anyways, my neighbor, okay. Across the street who we've gotten a lot closer with, like, they're just like so lovely. Um, Alex has a great relationship with, with them. And, and um, he, the, the um, father, the dad, yeah. The, her husband is going to marry us. So that's exciting. So we've just had them a lot over and it's just getting to know their kids more. Anyways, we got to talking and she was telling me her last name, which literally is, it's okay. It has, I wonder if I should say, but I don't know if I should, but it's like my grandfather's name and then attached with another one. Oh, like a hyphenated name? Hyphenated name. And there it's it's funny because it's not super common like that last name is not the most 
um, common one. And so she's like, oh, that's interesting. She goes, my best friend, that's her last name. That's her last name is, uh, you know, she's this. And this is from Quebec. Okay. And she was telling me, she goes, you know, if you wanted to, the archives in Quebec are pretty well kept. Like if you wanted to go back and look at the history and see like, she goes, I know what boat my great, great, you know, grandparents came on. I know who gave them the money to get on the boat. Um, I know where they, they settled. Um, and so she goes, if you wanted to, you could probably look it up and we're pretty like the last names are very, it's, yeah, it's literally my grandfather's name and then a hyphenated other one. Yes. Um, there's a connection. And I was like, what are the chances? She goes, I know. I was like, oh my God, you have to meet my mom. Like Cheryl's going to be all over this. And I told my mom and she's so excited to meet them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if your grandfather, like, I know he's, he was an orphan, but do you know about, is there any, to your knowledge, Quebec connection? Well, yeah. Yes. Um, because his last name, that's the actual last name that's on his birth certificate. Okay. That's the last name of his family. Biological parents that he kept that last name. He kept that last name. Well, that's, yeah, that's the name that he was given. Um, it's not like, cause he was, he was also with a family, but it's not like, um, the family that he lived with. And so it's not their last name. It's the one that he came with. Were they from Quebec? The Kingston, maybe I think where I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is not far from Quebec. It's only two hours away. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I have family in Kingston. Mom's side. Did your grandfather grow up in Kingston? I think that's where he met my grandma when they were like, he's super young. So maybe. So maybe. Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. I can't believe we haven't had this conversation, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I knew you had family here, but I didn't know that your grandfather might've like grown up or spent some I, time here. He definitely, I think he spent some time here, there. That's really cool. I have to I ask my mom. My mom's watching this and she goes, she's well, probably like, that's not it, Aaron. That's not it. She will let us know. I have connected to your grandfather in spirit a few times and he's. Yes. And he's, it would make sense if he's the lightning bolt, bolt cause he's very quick and fast yeah. energy anyway. Yeah. So. so we've been talking a lot about different <laughs> examples in our life. No, but I. I yeah, it's true. It's really, it's related though. Yeah. It's all yeah. connected, right? About sensing and feel being able to feel something and um um just it's it's connected very connected to our next claire that we'll talk about the next episode which is claire knowing or claire cognizance but claire sentience is like a clear sensing or a clear feeling right like a a a psychic like that knowing though like you just have a feeling about someone something you can't Um, explain it it's kind of like being a very emotionally empathetic um, but the difference between being like a, an empath, so if somebody's an empath, it means that they kind of are experiencing like what yes. it's be like to yeah, I was just gonna like say. say like you heard about somebody's yeah. father that passed away and you're like an empath, it's a step more than empathizing, right? Like empathy would be like, oh, I'm so sorry, and like feeling sad for them, but not like feeling sad inside right an empath you can pick up on that energy and you will physically feel that energy yes in so how I'm distinguishing the two is like and I feel like they're very connected I feel like if you're an empath empath you probably would experience clear sentience as well and maybe don't know 
that you are maybe yeah um but an empath would be like so you're presented with something external to you right like you hear about the story you meet somebody and you're take, you're feeling the feeling right mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. for me in this example the difference between that and somebody who's clear sentient might be that they're picking up on it without you telling them yes 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 yes, yes. right right yeah so the empath piece is you've told me this person is past and now i feel I feel all the emotions like as if that's it's coming with me it. in a sense, the, the depth, the well of the emotion, clairsentience would be, I encounter you. You don't tell me this, but I feel I, it. I feel it psychically in some way, which then might make me go, is everything okay? Like, do you, is, 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 I, yeah. I feel like a good example maybe of this is it's like when you're thinking of somebody and they call you up out of the blue yes mm -hmm. or when i it knew is. i was gonna the relationship was gonna end i had no reason to felt right i have no i felt it i had no reason to think it nothing at all like here physically was indicating that this was the case but i just knew it i knew it without a doubt and then i had that thing that i shared there's something you're clear you're clearly feeling something it's it's very connected to being an empath but it's like an, a little extra layer on it like i've often been called um like a human lie detector i've always been like this my whole life mm -hmm. i think that's connected to clairsentience yes you yes, just yes. know if something's not truthful you yeah. just know right yes. it's like yeah you can yes, you're you're a good bs story, but i know i know you're bsing me right like yeah so your kids can't get away with much you better <laughs> tell them this I can't no no <laughs> I know exactly right. Um, yeah, feeling the emotions of someone else or their emo emotional state of somebody else. Um, yeah. Clairsentience can also go like not just with people, but with buildings, public places. If you've ever just gone mm -hmm. to like when we're going to get together and maybe one day and go to like, um, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah, maybe Casa Loma or someplace else in Toronto that has a lot of history. Mm -hmm, we'll just mm -hmm, see what mm -hmm. we pick up on from the building, the energy of the building. Yeah. Right? Oh, gosh, Casa Loma. I'd be so, I'm so interested to know and wonder, because I never got confirmation on this, but I, when I was there last with that group, um, yeah. I really felt like there was a, jan like a janitorial, a janitorial, janitor, <laughs> janitorial, um, uh, male energy there and that he loved to drink <laughs> like okay. that so was what worked I got. At Casaloma, you would think? have worked like he worked there like he loved that building it, it wasn't an old old energy I don't think he died in Casaloma I just so, think he loved it and came back so like Herbert slash Harold loves the house you're in yes that's that's similar and so in a sense you're so when you connect to him, yeah, yeah, like some things are happening, right? With the lights and stuff, but like you're feeling him clairsentiently. Yes. Yes. Because too, sometimes too, like that, that individual at Casalomia, Slomia, Loma, <laughs> um, like he would say, I like the drink. And I kind of felt like I was a little drunk. <laughs> like yeah. I had nothing to drink, but that I was picking up on that. Like I was feeling it. That's, yeah. that's similar that's, that's the same yeah if you ever or if you ever like go into say like um 
I don't know, I'm thinking of like an auditorium or something, or you, you just go somewhere and you're like, mm, something in you just feels off and you don't know what yes. it is, but you've got this bad feeling. You're like, yeah. I got to get out of here. That's clairsentience, right? Yep. Even though there's nothing externally in your environment saying this is a dangerous yeah. place or this isn't where you should be for whatever reason, even if you have no indication of that, something inside of you is like ringing an alarm going, get your butt out of here or maybe yeah. meet somebody new. Right. Yes. And then all of a sudden you're like, there's something not right with this. Not right. They haven't given me any indication of it yet, but something in me is trying to protect me from going any further. How many yeah. times does that happen? People all the time. How many past relationships would not have occurred? If you don't <laughs> listen to your clairsentience. <laughs> all kinds. Well, you know what that made me think of Amy Weber? Um, I haven't shared the story with the on the podcast before, but remember I was texting you a while back. This was maybe a year and a bit ago during COVID. Um, and uh, well, COVID's still going on, but you, at the height, right? Yeah. Um, I was about to go to work and I mm -hmm. had this like overwhelming set. Like it was weird. It's ne that's never happened to me before, but I almost had like get a on the panic attack. I didn't want to get on the subway. Yes, I, I was walking and I felt physically ill. Yeah. And I messaged you right after, I was like, Amy, I don't know what's going on, but I do not feel well. Like I was supposed to go to work, but I just called in sick, like very last minute. Um, yeah. I think, and yeah, and I think I said to you, there's a reason that there it's not, a, it's not a fear-based thing. Like, oh, well, maybe something bad would have happened to you on the subway or at work, but it's, it's, it's more like, I don't know. I could, maybe I w was going to run into some, somebody and you said I could maybe. protecting you from something, right? Yeah. 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 You might have been exposed to, be like to, the, to the vibe. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's no. what we said, actually. It was that's like what you said. You would have been exposed <laughs> to COVID at yeah. that time, right? Because it was kind of on your mind or something that you were thinking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because people will, like, and for me, I have this experience, too, where it's like, how do we know? What's the difference between that and anxiety? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, we've both been honest about our own anxiety, yeah. right? This is yeah. the thing that tripped me up the most in, in all of my development is like, yeah. what is anxiety? Like, what is like something in my, am I picking up on something environmentally? That's like, is do that, not go mental? on this yeah. train because there's going to be, I don't know, something bad's going to happen. I'm getting mugged or like whatever. Or something. Or yeah. like, wh what is the difference? It's mm -hmm. very hard to discern between those things, isn't it? It is. But it's interesting to me because I had been going into work prior to that night. Um, I, you know, I was nervous, but I was fine. Um, I've never been known to have panic attacks like that. Um, for, so for me, given that history, it was unusual. It was un it was unusual. That's what it that's what it was. Maybe it was. Um, but honestly, that's never happened since. And that hasn't happened before, even in your trust that it was protecting you from something. Yeah. Whether it was COVID or not, like who knows, but maybe there was like, and it maybe honestly, it could be something as simple as like, it wouldn't have been a great shift. And maybe I need to take care of myself and my body is like that you've something. already handled could have been yeah, something, yes. right? Like, um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So could it be that um, maybe you could trust that it was clairsentience in some way 
rather than anxiety if it's i think the, the common thing that we're saying with each of the clairs is there's a level of detachment where you know it's yeah. not yours you're experiencing it but you know it's like not it's, like the source is not you i think yeah, that's it's, the right yeah right yeah because if it hasn't happened right before or um if you i mean we all we know ourselves best right like i've you know, I've had moments where I was, what, what happened? Like I was climbing um, a mountain in uh, BC and uh, uh, what's that? I, I got, I had like the wind knocked out of me. And so I was like, I had difficulty breathing. And as such, that was a panic attack. Yes. Like that, I know that that, what a panic attack feels like, like I've had yeah. that happen before. This was way different. So like, I feel like maybe sometimes if you know your body and how you react to, to things, right? Like that could be a good indicator. Yeah. Like the other thing is everybody's so different. So you have to just like trust what you're already feeling. I mean, we're not mental health professionals, you know, by any stretch of the means. Like I have a background in social work. Um, Amy has a background in, in psychology, but that's really. We have knowledge of and we have lived experience we of. We have lived experiences, but we're not professionals. Yeah, yeah. we can't give professional, um, med like medical or mental medical health advice. advice, but yeah. we can share our own experiences. And so for me, I just think when something comes in to me from spirit, from my higher self, from my guides as a protection, I don't often feel anxiety like it, it doesn't come through with an anxious feeling like I it might my own anxiety might build after yeah. from receiving it right yeah. but the initial mm. little thing yeah that's a good point actually that's not that doesn't come in like oh my god like if you say for instance me one of my general fears is like something happening to one of my children right like I think that's a parental universal that's kind of pretty... thing but for me you know as somebody who ex who experienced postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety it was a bit amped up more than maybe the average person and it carried forward for many 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 years um so I knew that I was like kind of hyper vigilant when it came yeah. to so if say like one of my kids were late coming home from school and um I start panicking and I'm anxious and I'm in my mind I'm imagining worst case scenarios that's anxiety yeah for me right that's mm -hmm. me taking a worst case fear scenario and applying it to the current ex ex environment which is my kid is late and coming yeah. up with the worst case thing that's not spirit saying this is what's happened no no right yeah. it yeah. it could come in your you... clairsentience could be that you're kind of doing your work or whatever and then all of a sudden you go oh they're late oh I, I'm gonna um I don't know go see what's happened or something and then they're just running home yeah. late. it doesn't or you come in as panic this, yeah. no you have this feeling of like oh something's off right or, oh I wonder I wonder if they missed their bus right it could come in like that like yeah oh I I, I wonder if he's missed his bus and then he turns up late and he's missed his bus it didn't come in with panic or anxiety yeah, I think that's a good like, point yes because I'm wondering if because I feel like in some ways that moment like for example my example with the subway I was having this feeling of like I don't want to go in like to work or something like I just was having this I mean you know don't we all have those days but I was just having those that feeling I think I think you're right I think part of that was like yes my anxiety did come into play because I was like hyping it up a bit yeah, I was like getting worried yeah I was like what yes. do you mean what's gonna happen right um or like I, I 
I think I shared before, like, I've had this feeling that like things were going to really change. There was going to be a big shift or transition coming up, but I didn't know yeah. what it would be. Like, remember, I think I was sharing, like there was going to be an ending of something. I think that's well, like, didn't you say something like Amy, I have this feeling like something's going to like, going to die or something like that. Didn't you say that to me? And you're like, but I don't think I'm actually going to die, but something's going to end. Yeah. You remember that? But it felt yeah. almost like dread though to you. You were like, yes, heavy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think clairsentience is a hard one, but I mean, I also feel like when when you're an empath and so tuned into the energy and to other people, it's, it can be a difficult path. Like we've all heard, you know, sensitivity is a, yeah. both a blessing and a curse, right? Like, oh, I, I no longer feel like it's a curse personally, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I have now have the experience of working with energy, but I get why others would feel that way. And I have felt that way in the past. Yeah. 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 I think. I mean, that's why I only do a few, I mean, I also, you know, work another job, but like, that's why I've only ever done, you know, maybe one or two readings in a day, maybe okay. three, three is probably the, three is the, my the, the most. Unless I'm doing like a group. Yeah. Unless it's a group, but even if it's a group, I've like said that if somebody books a group reading on that day, I block the rest of the day out because I know that like, it's going to be a lot. Like I'm going to be exhausted after. Yeah, it, that's just actually that's something like that just came in this weekend for me. And I knew it was a test from like my guides. Mm-hmm. So somebody reached out and they're like, hey, interested in booking you for um, a virtual event for like a girl's night. And so I gave my information to them and I said, you know, six is probably my my max. And then she mm-hmm. came back to me and she's like, um, 10. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, this is a test because you know, yeah, that would be great financially. <laughs> right. I was like, that would be great. But then I was thinking to myself, that's too much. It does. It, there's yeah. no amount of money that's worth that for yeah. me because not only is that too much energetically for me in this moment. Also, I said to her, I am an in-depth reader and I want yeah, to yeah, make yeah. sure that you have a good experience and I have a good experience. I don't want to be rushed through it. If I have more than six people, I can't guarantee everybody's getting a reading. It's going to tax me, tax me. Yeah, um, absolutely. Ways. And so I knew that was a test and mm-hmm. from the universe. And then she got back to me and she goes, we've decided on four, you know, we love your integrity. You want Aww. us to have like a really good experience. So, yeah. yeah. And I was like, great. And, and that actually makes me feel so good. Cause I'm like, I know I can give each one of those people a really yeah. good experience. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, you're probably going to get. Maybe not, but like, I, sometimes I think sometimes when people eat, there's like a group reading, sometimes there's people that are like, I'll just see what this is about. And like, maybe unsure, but like, then there's other, other others that are like, oh, so open, like definitely in this, Yes, you or know, and that's not a bad are. thing, right? That's not a bad thing at all. I'm just, I just mean, you know, that really needed it or wanted it because I wanted it or needed it. You know, uh, mediumship is a very sacred and healing experience. And, you know, I wasn't, I didn't say it, but I was thinking to myself almost like, it's not a party trick. So I'm not just going to go there and go, ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Like, I can't be as- Like, yeah, maybe I could do that. I'm sure my guides would support me. Would it feel good for me? No. Right? So it's a moment for me to like, again, like step into my own integrity and go, what are my personal limits? Money aside, 
this isn't about money for me. Money, the only reason I accept money for this work is because it's become my career. It's your career. Right? And we, need, my, we need money to live. That's the reality, right? right? It's yeah. an energetic exchange, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I deserve to be compensated with no different than a hairdresser does, right? But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's more important for me to give a good reading yeah, then it is to go, okay, like six more people on top of that is going to be this much more money. Like, oh, because that comes from that fear-based place of like, if yeah. if I if I say no to those six people, yeah. then I'm losing. But for yeah. me, I'm like, no, because yeah. that will come back to me in some other way because I stayed true to my own. Yes. The, the other thing too with that is that like, <gasps> did you, are you seeing this? Amy, that. like where, okay, I because nothing, I got no watch, there's nothing here that what is there is there is there really something there's nothing that's reflecting no that's what I'm looking at I'm like what could be reflecting I don't I'm just seeing your I'm seeing your neck could it be glasses I mean like look up just like look do like this no (laughs) I'll do my neck exercise No, there's nothing. Because Amy, like, sporadically enough that you know it's not like as if I had a mirror down here and I was like, yeah, that's what it seems like. No, there's nothing here. No, I I made a face and I it's not at you, but it was because I literally saw this thing here by the door. Dance, yeah, by the door, like very slow, like when it was slower. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like literally scratching my head. Like I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. Okay, okay, spirit, do it. Do it again, real quick. <laughs> One, two, three. I would be blown. I would be blown away if it just did it right. I would, I would be blown away. That's wild. Okay, next we have to ask for a knock. Yeah, we'll do that. Please, yeah, but also keep yeah. in mind there's people upstairs. Um, <laughs> I want. I feel like we should end with. So we talk about what Claire said. Oh, yeah. There's an extra layer to em- being an empath, right? We yeah. can feel it from other people. We can also feel it from uh, buildings, right? Like public buildings, um, outdoor areas. We can kind of get that sense of energy. I wanted to end, and maybe you could speak about it if you have any experience with it, because I personally haven't worked with this before, but we had a listener oh. ask us about psychometry, Mm-hmm. which is when you hold something say like this like Aaron gave actually yeah Aaron gave me this right so yeah I did like, yeah it's a little lighthouse for our listeners yes so I say it's I want to Aaron in spirit one day and well, I'll go before she does but just say like made up <laughs> um I might give this to a medium and she might hold it and like be able to connect to Aaron's energy or like in this little bag that lives on my desk, this little bag, it was my dad's. So, you know, this might be something that um, you could give to somebody and they would hold it to connect to your dad's energy. Yes. So we've all seen TV shows where like somebody will give something to somebody like a shirt or a hat or a pen or a pin or like whatever it is. We're like, this was that person in spirit that I want you to connct with. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm, mm psychometry. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, there uh, it is again. I didn't see it. I was looking down. We're talking what about is, that though. Yeah. He, he was, he was large. He went all the way across. Yeah. Your, well, he went like all the way across your video. You're going to have to watch this later. Because my dad is very much helping me with yeah. mediumship. I wonder what you got to ask. Scott's our tech guy. Thanks dad. Thanks dad. Amy's dad. 
We got a shout out to uh, Scott because I'm not shout out. I was going to say we have to see what Scott thinks because he's the tech guy to see if maybe he can debunk it or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 See what he thinks. Do you know what though? Actually, that's funny because Scott, ha- my husband has um, actually suggested before. I don't know if he want- would want to like come on like with his face and all that, but like we'll have to talk to him about. Even he- if he's, I think it's funnier if he's off screen, just making side remarks. Yeah, maybe. Or if he like used like a a memoji face or something for himself. But like he said, it'd be really cool if you had somebody come on that was like actively skeptic. So my husband is like very logic. Um, It's not that he doesn't believe in what he does. I do. He does. Yeah. But it's kind of like, I don't understand it, though. And I don't really care to understand you know what I mean like it's like it's not like he's yeah ever it's, going to be signing up for a reading he's just it's just it's a little bit like Alex Alex cool, supports me he, he thinks really it's cool do I'm yeah Alex is like there's something to it but I don't I mean I don't know but like, I you know obviously people come to you for a reason so abs yeah that's exactly where my husband's at too but he had said yeah. before it'd be really cool if you had somebody come on that was kind of like that and just like see what you could bring forward maybe we'll see wouldn't it be cool one day if we had alex and scott on and we gave them readings <laughs> i think i think we should just have them on in general i think that would be a really funny yeah episode. that would be yeah. really funny um do you want to share because we just talked yes about we talked about psychometry somebody asked that question about psychometry so it's about like holding something and then yeah. gathering like relevant uh, some sort of association that's relevant specific yeah well because i, um, I think person. Yeah, we carry energy. And I think if something that you are taught, there's meaning behind something, I think there's definitely your energy, we imprint energy, like, um, you know, there's not just like places that are are haunted, right? They have like intelligent haunts, but also they have there's places that are um, uh, residual and a residual haunt is like leftover energies, like a movie that's just like replaying over and over again. So I just think energy is energy. So like everything that you know, we there's we imprint things um i had a, i had an experience with psychometry yeah um i'm so, sometimes i get asked that like more so when i did in person readings mm-hmm. um of do you want me to bring something i'm like and sometimes i still get asked that like i can have something over zoom and i'm like you really don't need to unless you feel like you want to, you want to. yeah um but somebody gave me um the shirt of their loved one um like a button up shirt and wanted to know like it was it was pretty like intense wanted to know how they passed and i said you know what i don't know i've never really done this but if you're open i could be wrong but let's just give it a try and they were like okay you know not expecting anything i got the image yeah i got the image of how they passed and i said it and they were like holy (laughs) because basically because it was accurate yeah 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 yeah, so um, it's and like I've met mediums who um, now practice mediumship where they don't need anything to connect, but like they started off that way, where maybe they took a class and somebody was like, "Okay, so um, this hair clip, okay, I want you to hold it. I want you to like, who does this belong to? Like, bring it forward. Anything with this, and that's how they discovered and built upon yeah. their connection. So yeah. it's another tool. I think that you could try. Um, I think so. Yeah, if you had something of, of your loved ones or somebody else's and you wanted to hold on to it and see what comes out. It's interesting because sometimes it's like, um, I find 
if I'm like, if I can't get the energy right away of the person they want to connect with, they're like, oh, I was hoping we'd connect with somebody. It's like, okay, let me see. And I'm like, okay, if I can't get it right away, can I just get the name so I can have the energy? Sometimes that works too. Yeah. And sometimes that works too. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll say like, um, say like I'll bring through, I'll do a mediumship reading and I'll bring through a few people and it's like, yep, that's totally accurate. Yeah. I know who that is. Um, but maybe there's like one person that they really are hoping for. And this is, doesn't happen all the time. I'd say the, the person that they want um, comes through like on their own. I would say like they waltz on in, like they want to be there, but the, occasionally yeah. there's a time Sometimes where like, there's I'll go, is there anybody else you were hoping for? And they'll go, yeah, I was really hoping for this person. Yeah. And then just them saying that I'm like well look who's here it's almost like they want to be invited sometimes yeah I I totally agree I agree or they're just like you know maybe they were like this in their life and they're like I'll let you guys go first I'll just wait Uh, until like if he asks then I'll go through then I'll come yeah (laughs) but I get that too sometimes and I'm like well look at that they're definitely here it's like they it's not like they weren't here um but they are they're making themselves known yeah. 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 I love it. So, so you did that with a chart then. I a think, shirt. Yeah. So this is another tool. Like we've talked about with cards. Like tarot cards or yeah. Yeah. Um, so interesting. So. so, so you feel like I think the question come up as we were talking, what do you think about, so if we imprint it energy on things, mm. if you say like bought a, a used a previous let's say previously owned engagement ring yeah a vintage one yeah person ended up divorced yeah is that like because I think about these you think that's like a cursed is that like because sometimes I'll notice people on like marketplace and they'll list something and they'll be like no bad energy still married just replaced my wedding band (laughs) right and I'm like because I feel like people yeah. believe in that, right? And I do think that we can imprint our energy, but I don't necessarily think that like if somebody got divorced, it means that that like bad You're energy. gonna get divorced. Yeah, no. I don't think it's like that. I feel like that's a two-parter, maybe, with that if you feel like that that thing has bad energy, then it has bad energy. Yeah, we that we we think that. Like right? well, because we are like imp- empowered in our own yeah. energy. So yeah. So if you're like Oh, but it's not to say like, if you think that ring, he's going to get you divorced, you're going to get a divorce. It could just mean like, there's like, it's, you know, maybe things are happening. Maybe something, I don't know. Like you're just like, I think sometimes our, our minds are so powerful. I feel like there's so much that we don't know, you know, I feel like, um, and so I think it's like a precaution almost like, yeah, because we don't like people might go, there's so many misconceptions with energy in this work anyways, but you know, it might be something that you've always heard like, Oh, never buy a previously owned wedding band. Like that's bad. Or like you have to, somebody has to buy you your tarot deck. Yes. I've I've heard that one. Like that's, I don't believe that, you know, or knock on your deck three times to clear the energy. No, I don't think you have to do, but it's like, cause your, but I think it's, yeah, it's your belief system. Yeah. Absolutely. So interesting about the ring thing though. Because for me, I love to purchase previously owned things. Like I love to I have no problem buying used jewelry. I have no problem buying anything used. I actually like I think I was telling you about this. I went to like this um I think it might have been like Value Village or something, which is a big um um 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Store. Um, I think it's like similar. It's called Savers, I think, in the United States. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure. It even has the same like um, logoing and all that. It's just a different name. Anyhow, I love to go there and I like will go and like look at the quilts and the knitted blankets and all those things because there's just such amazing energy with it. I'd Mm -hmm. love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Really quick, funny story before we pull a card, but I, when I lived on my own, I was like, I wanted to do like, you know, there's those um, walls. I forget what it's called. I don't know, but they have different um, pictures on the walls, like different. So I wanted to put a whole bunch of different pictures and have sort of like that be my art, whatever. So I went to Value Village and I bought a bunch of like old, weird photos that I just thought looked very um, vintagey. Well, wouldn't you know it? I put them on the wall and Ted freaked out out he was hissing i brought him to it and he was like no 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 like attacking <laughs> the photos oh. was which it is weird photos or was it just like art it was some of it was art and then i think what yeah it was art yeah it was just art like it was just art and then there was like frame like the frames is what i really liked because they just looked they had that old vintage look to them um like 1920s whatever but yeah. he like freaked out you think there was like uh, he was picking up on another cat (laughs) right yeah so honestly what I did was I smoke cleared it I just I (laughs) I took some incense I just went okay I don't know what this is but I'm gonna and honestly he never freaked out after that so who knows do you know what that reminds me of I know we're so off topic but I I think people like our um our rants that reminds me of like I was just thinking I presented this question to somebody the other day we were it was a friend we were talking about bad energy and attaching to you and I'm trying to empower her and you know nobody can attack nobody can curse you without your permission right like I was I was telling her this and then I said think about it this way and this came through to me I feel from my guides gave me this example I was like think about it this way if you went to somebody that you thought of as a healer right or whatever you want a, a medium a healer or whatever and they kind of saged you or use some sort of something to break and cut cords um, or they even visually say okay I'm cutting the cords blah 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 often people will have that experience and then they'll go away and they'll be like oh I feel so much better like the energy I feel like you, it really worked you cleanse the space you like cut the cords and I said is it that thing that did it or is it your trust and belief in the person and the thing that did it Mm. does that make sense to you like is it the sage yeah. that cleanses or is yeah. it your belief in the, sage the that cleanses? it's the belief like it's the it's belief, the belief right and i gave her that example and she's like oh, my ears are ringing what about that before yeah 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 that's that's how i feel about it it's the belief you put in it the trust are your ears ringing my my right ear is like really ringing <laughs> do you think that's somebody like agreeing with what we're saying or <laughs> Yeah, or not. What do you guys think? Or not. I think it is. I think it's a degree thing. Because again, belief is so powerful. Like it's so I, I've always powerful. said, everything. This, yeah. this crystal has power because I give it power. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's no wrong uh, or right. You want, no. you want crystals to protect and cleanse and all those things. And you want to assign the power to it, then more power to you. Like doesn't it? That's great. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. No judgments. Oh, this is funny because I think you pulled this card today. I'm using an explicit 
explicit deck. Is that okay? Yeah. You, we, you, okay. You've already said shit, so I think we're fine. Like, should Scott blur out this image? <laughs> pretty. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Mm. Okay. You can. So I'm pulling from, I was actually speaking of group readings. I did a group reading for a bachelorette. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, it was fun. It was really good. It was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. And it, um, sometimes when I give group readings and even readings in general, like I know when I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm always connected, but sometimes I just can really feel it on a different level because the air gets thinner mm-hmm. around me. And it just feels like it's like, there's like a huge dome around us. Like, I don't know if you ever feel that way with readings, like the air is thing. It feels a bit more echoey. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. And I feel like dizzy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I pulling this deck out because I brought it for the bachelorette because I thought it was appropriate. Um, but I pulled the devil card. I was like, didn't you pull that? This yes for yesterday's yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, it's very, fa- it's phallic there. He's holding a phallic yeah. rock. <laughs> okay. This is horde as, man. As a male would. As no, one. Joking. I don't mean to generalize. As, as, <laughs> he's overcompensating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anytime I see like the devil card, I really always just think it's a reminder of our own fear. We're talking about fear, anxiety, and worry, right? I feel like it's just a reminder of our own fears and anxiety and like the ego. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of sometimes the ego can creep in into our, our life. And when the devil card comes out, it's a reminder that, hey, maybe we need to check our egos or maybe we need to see what's actually causing the fear, what's causing the anxiety where is that coming from it could also mean like indicate that like whatever you know is coming up for you could cause some fear could cause some worry could cause the ego to come in okay um i think it's always just about having an awareness every time i see this uh lovely gent and devil is capricorn sign which is interesting so we're capricorns we're capricorns yeah Yeah. (laughs) hard-headed we get the devil card i don't know why but well i uh, feel like um somebody was hating on capricorns i feel like the card has a little bit of capricorn uh energy too you know it's funny i was just reading something i'm kind of studying astrology on the side i was reading how like capricorn kind of sometimes has a bad rep but but like yeah capricorn the sign of capricorn has there's so much i was talking to an astrologer actually and she's like like we're often you know you think of the the watery science as being the intuitive or maybe those are the mediums right like the intuitive the um watery kind of signs um but that um the earth like capricorn is very much a healing is a healer yeah very much and i they were i was reading something it was even Mm -hmm. connecting it to like you know like jesus was a capricorn you know like all this i didn't know that yeah well, Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, wait, that's true. I guess so. Oh, so like, um, yeah. So I just found that all interesting. And I kind of cool. viewing Capricorn from a different light. I never different really lens, felt like a yeah. Capricorn. I never ever did. I always was like, oh, I don't feel like a Capricorn. I wish I was something different. But um, yeah, I, it's because I really rely on my my moon, which is a Libra. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm stretching myself into my Capricorn-ess like yeah I'm, I'm owning them now yeah, yeah. I, 
because I've always felt Capricorn is very mm -hmm. like like entrepreneur, hard worker. Um, sometimes can be too like too hard working, gets too wrapped up in things, and yeah. doesn't know when to slow down, which is yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, a that's lot of people Capricorn can relate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, I never felt like it was a bad thing to be a Capricorn. But no, sometimes... I don't think it is. I just think yeah. it's one of those signs that can get a bad bad rep. Yeah. Like uh, Aries can get a bad rap, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember I had an astrology reading with somebody actually. And um, I mean, it went, it went fine. Like I'm no, no shade on them or anything. But one thing that struck me as odd that they said when they found out what I did for work, they were like, I never would have imagined that from your chart. And it kind of made me think like, why? Why? Because I have so much earth. In you. And, but, yeah. and then I'm thinking to myself, that's that own person's thoughts, thoughts that if you're a medium that you're watery or maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Right? I think, right? yeah. I think it's that stereotype. Yeah. Maybe that person like learned through that lens. And I was like, it almost made me feel like, why? Like I can't be a medium because I'm a Capricorn or I have a lot of earth energy. Right. But I've got almost there's there's, I'm, no, I'm there's more Virgo in my energy than I am Capricorn and Virgo yeah. is like a healer yeah. for sure yeah. right so um I, yeah I think just there's always a reason too why like whether you believe in astrology or not like there's always a reason why yeah I don't know there are more earthy mediums like well I right? kind of laughed when I when I like was learning more about earthy the earthy earth signs and like really what we're all about and that you and I are both earthy uh, Capricorns and are tagline is taking the woo-woo out of spirituality woo -woo. and bringing it, bringing down, it down to earth. earth and I'm like if it if we did like we didn't even if the shoe fits yeah but we weren't even <laughs> thinking about that when we made that our tagline right and, nope. a, and a friend of mine pointed that out and she goes you guys are so perfect at what you're doing like your your mission and your tagline is like exactly it's so aligned with your energy it's exactly what you're doing yeah and I yeah I've gotten that comment before from people too I don't yes. know if you have that like yes it's a very, it is a down to earth. It's taken, it's taken the confusion and any of the kind of fear-based BS yeah. that just kind the of go, woo -woo. this is what it is. Yeah. It's not as other as you think, right? Yeah. It's just yes, about, it's yeah. it's true. It's about that connect to connection because we're all connected to the same thing. Yeah. It's the, end of the, the other us. Yeah. yeah. So I got Black Dragon from Saturn. Oh, I love that uh, card. Capricorn not ruled by this Saturn. The sun? Saturn? No, Capricorn no. is ruled by Saturn, I think. Is it? I think so. You want to check? Well, I'm going to look it up. Maybe that's why I was feeling Capricorn energy. Um, brings your wisdom through spiritual discipline. Mm. Uh, it says, concentrate, focus on your ultimate vision. Congratulate yourself. You have passed a test. So I'm going to read the guidance as you uh, check out that thing. It for is me. Saturn. It is. So mm -hmm, it's right, so interesting yeah. because I didn't even read the from Saturn part. I just like looked at the card and I'm like, this is Capricorn energy. Yeah. <laughs> Associated with tasks, rules, responsibility. And yeah. Time. Yeah. We're, Capricorn's ruled by Saturn. So yeah, that's why I was feeling that. Cool. About this card. Love this it. We book that concentration, Capricorn. focus. Um, this, this is also the, these dragons work with Archangel Gabriel, it says. So, um, just know that too. Gabe. Um, a black dragon from Saturn has appeared to you now as it takes its time for you to address tasks with discipline and focus. 
Spiritual discipline is vital to ground the higher energies on your pathway. Mm -hmm. Black dragon will give you focus, concentration, determination, awareness, and the ability to plan and stick to routine when necessary. Receiving this card is a true blessing as it indicates that your feet are firmly planted on your ascension path and you do everything for the highest good of all. Thank you. Yeah. I feel so seen and heard. Yeah. The dragon also brings you congratulations from the angelic world as you have passed a test you have been undergoing. It's time. Didn't, to... didn't you literally just say this was a test from spirit? Like with your. Um, yes, group I did. That's yeah. Funny. With the group you, you passed, Amy. I passed. It's time to celebrate your success and step forward with discipline as well with joy and bliss. Well, and because it said I was firmly planted, grounded, right? I didn't get in my ego thinking money, 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 money. Yeah. Like, no, I want to give my best and I want them to receive my best. Yeah. So I was actually thinking about the highest good for myself and others. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. So that was a little hello to me, but also for you guys celebrate yourselves, right? You have mm-hmm. passed a spiritual test. Um, bring balance is what I hear in the moment. Mm-hmm. Bring balance. It's not all about all um, work, right? We need to bring a little bit of balance in, but focus. And that came in that's true. a lot this week. Like I pre-record the daily tarot. So like yes. I already know what each yeah. day is going to bring um, in terms of the energy. <laughs> and um, it was a lot about that. It was a lot about like, let's reel it in. Like something yeah. that came in with the devil card for me for yesterday's energy was about taking a look at what is draining and zapping your energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like what's in excess in yeah. your lifetime. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think that card can kind of speak to it too. Cause it's kind of like, yeah. Focus. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's on the one thing or become aware of what's zapping your energy. Maybe you have too many balls in the air. It can be too many more phallic rocks. <laughs> be more productive. Sorry. You know, if you take the hour it takes to work on each thing rather than try to juggle six in, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. broke it down, it's kind of coming in. Yeah. Just put yeah. down the other five and work on like one at a time and then you can get them all done. That's yeah. what comes in for me. I feel just like we're kind of overwhelmed with like stuff. I, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It is the summer. So I think like a lot of people are busy too because it's a busy time. So yeah, so there's a lot going on down. or like parents, you have your kids probably at home. Maybe if you're, mm-hmm. if you're not in childcare, busy, daycare, trying to figure out what to do with the kids. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with you guys anymore. You guys, just, you're fend stick. for yourselves. Here's a stick. You're well, the older ones are like, fend for yourself. It's the younger one, but they don't right. care. They're like happy doing whatever they're doing, right? But it's the younger one. I'm like, what do I do with you? Um, <laughs> okay. So thanks for listening today. We hope you enjoy yes. Facebook Claire Sentience. We'll be back next week with some clear cognizance. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.